Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Right Guys Podcast, where we slay political mercenaries one sentence at a time. And now your hosts, Josh Hammerlin and Max McGuire. Unmute yourself, buddy. Oh, sorry. Welcome back to another edition of the Right Guys Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. I'm Josh Handling. Welcome to it, man. Oh man, you, you were going too. You were hitting it. I know. I know. Let's start again. 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 Let's do it. Let's. And now your host, Max McGuire. Go. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I was I was pulling the the sanctimonious influencers, oh. and I didn't actually have my screen. I thought I was unmuted. Um, welcome back to another edition of the podcast. Max McGuire here with Mr. Producer Josh Handling. It's funny. Um, I can always tell when some of these shows are going to be interesting when we start having a conversation before we go to air and i'm saying things and all of a sudden josh's hand just goes over his mouth and then he's like no 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 no, no. we're just gonna do it live we're just gonna do it live and i'm getting worked up yeah i'm getting worked up he's like no no save it for live save it for live um yeah so i I was telling you josh as as we came in here i am really i i've had about enough of the desantis supporters not supporters the influencers the supporters, it's it's perfectly fine to to say, hey, I like this guy. Yeah. He didn't win. Okay. Obviously, we want a conservative in the White House. So sure, sure. That. Or maybe you play a little hardball and you say, hey, you know what? You want my support. This is what I want added to the platform. Maybe you take the three things that the Santis was the most pa- most passionate about that Donald Trump wishy washy on, and pressure the the RNC to add it to the platform. Like that's how this kind of process goes now that the yeah. the primary is essentially over but what has happened in the last couple days since obviously iowa was a trump route and now desantis yeah. dropping out what you have are these desantis influencers which let's be absolutely clear they have been paid by the desantis camp the yeah. ron desantis camp did something different from the way that political campaigns are usually run. Usually political campaigns put most of their money into television ads. Um, That's where they've said they have the best bang for their buck. What the DeSantis and to a lesser extent, the Vivek campaigns did this time around is they were paying influencers, people with 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 followers on Twitter, social media accounts, and basically paying them to be their surrogates, to be their spokespeople. Now in the grand scheme of things, that's not that radical. Campaigns have surrogates who go on television and they and they give the spiel and they repeat the talking points. But what's unique is that they've this time around they essentially paid nobodies, and not nobodies. And I don't say that in a mean way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't say that in a mean way. I mean, like this isn't like Kaylee McEnany who is going to be Trump's uh, press secretary, yeah. and then become Ron DeSantis's spokesperson. And then when that's done, she's going to hope to get hired by another campaign, right? These aren't careerists. They're not people who go from one campaign to the other, who in the, in doing that will net, inevitably kind of say things that they wish they didn't say because it influences the next job. But they're also always saying, hey, I can't go too hard against this candidate because he's probably going to have to pay me in a couple months when I work for him. Yeah. The influencers don't have that problem. They have a nine to five job where they have a different job and they're just on social media, just do, 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 right. doing their Put own thing. The message every day. Put out the message every day. So I was explaining to you the the problem that this has created, and I could see the gears turning in your head as you're understanding the problem. If you were to hire a formal surrogate who goes on Fox News, CNN, and they do your talking points, right? Well, do you know what happens if you fire? that surrogate or if the campaign's over that surrogate stops speaking on your behalf because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's understandable they were a surrogate now it's off now it's done like at one point chris christie was a surrogate for donald trump just to see how easily you can completely do a 180 turnover a couple of years well with these the sanctimonious well a lot of people call online the, the simps the DeSimps. No, really? They call them the, the Simps? The Simps. Because it's just so gross how they're just simping after DeSantis. Wow. And, and, and it's just it's just obvious what's happening, right? It's so, brilliant, but yeah, I keep going, keep going. What's happened to them, and I've, I've talked to people, and this is generally how it goes. 
they've built up their following on social media over the Trump years, saying conservative stuff, getting MAGA supporters, right? Building that up. All of a sudden, the DeSantis campaign comes in and says, hey, we'll, um, we'll pay you $50,000 through the end of the campaign, but you're a surrogate for Ron DeSantis. You have to support Ron DeSantis in everything you do. These people say, whoa, 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 that, that, that's life-changing money. Yeah. I mean, for, for them, it can be like, yeah. listen, for me, it would be life-changing money. You want to pay me $50,000 to be a surrogate? I was a Trump surrogate in 2015, yeah. 2016, and I did it for free. It makes doing the social media life yeah. a lot easier, yeah. right? <laughs> I was doing it in 2015, 2016 Ooh. for free, just in Colorado, yeah. on radio, just to get them, on TV. The, yeah. Um, and just because Ooh. I thought it was cool at the time, they early in the campaign, early, they were splicing best parts of people, and then they let you know, hey, we just sent this off the campaign. The big guy's listening to it on the jet. I thought that was cool that yeah, you, yeah. Could, you could have fiery radio performances, and then the big guy... Trump would, he would listen to it on the jet as he's crisscrossing country. I did it for free. And I didn't do it to build my own name. Yeah. I did it because I didn't see anyone else doing it. And I felt someone had to be defending this man because everyone was trying to run away from him. What you have with the, the simps is you have, they were paid to do this, but they were paid to take a position that they can't walk away from anymore. Blows my mind because here's the way I see it, man. It's a brilliant move to go and to grab influencers, right? Talk about getting bang for the buck. Yeah, I mean that's that's like a, a that's a a cultural changing event inside of politics when you start paying influencers like that, right? Which also explains some of those behavior at some of these uh, some of the rallies where they're asking people to leave because yeah, oh they may not be the influencer that I'm paying for or they're paying yeah. for this one, so it yeah. pays now to know yeah. who's doing what. So now you've got a team of people that are following influencers, right? So yeah, just just a whole new uh, machine to add to the political playbook, right? So first off, I think it's brilliant. Here's Here's one of the crazy things in like all cultures you build that there's always some sort of weird kickback, right? Something happens for every action. There's an opposite and sometimes weird, weird reaction with people. And imagine their whole life, like their whole, unless I say their whole lives, but all of their, their current income, which is income that has never been there before, right? That is big yeah. for doing very little work, right? Other than saying, this is who I love. It's not hard to run social media. And now they're getting these monster checks for it. Why would I, why would I stop? My whole following loves me for saying, I hate Trump. I love DeSantis. Yeah, rah, rah, rah. I'm going to buy you a cup of coffee. And they're getting five bucks here, 10 bucks there, five bucks here, right? Would you stop? No. Dude, I would, I would be all in at that point. I'd be like 28. Here we go. And, and, and it's not just like that there's benefits to not stopping. They've been basically paid to back themselves into a corner they've been paid to present the facade and claim that they are more principled than everyone else and because they are so principled ron DeSantis is the only candidate they can support when you base the support on this house of cards of saying i am the only the only principled take is this one to do anything else is to suggest that you're unprincipled yeah, I, you, you couldn't take money for another campaign. You just can't jump ship, right? Yeah, because no. your persona no. is built yes. around it. Yes. And it, like everybody knows in media, you, you've got to have the personality. You sell the personality, right? That's yes. that's why people come to you. That's why politics works. And this is scary, man. It's like you're making perma armies. Our armies that sooner or later, my guess is we'll start taking the money and we yes. will see it kind of being a, you know, my brand is selling you, right? Not necessarily being the DeSantis supporter, but yeah, right? I mean, there, there's, you described, and it came to my mind when we were having the conversation before the, the program started, is that I was like, man, Max, you just described like political mercenaries. Yes. Highest yes. bidder. Yes. Highest money. Yes. And you're in, which is, so, so what do we do with all the money that's going to the cable news networks? Is it as effective? It's still going. It's still going. Yeah, Remember yeah. that Ron marketing's not good though. Ron DeSantis spent, I believe, over nine figures, like like nine figures ad spends, like for his campaign. They wow. dumped a obscene amount of money to go nowhere, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You, you describe him as political mercenaries. I love it because what happens if you're paid by a company? Let's say the company you're paid to go into some 
African nation and, and fix a yeah. problem. What happens if the company goes bankrupt? What, what happens? Woo. What happens if, if you're only in country to collect a paycheck? What happens if the country goes bankrupt? Like what happens if BlackRock gets disavowed yeah. and everyone's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's what's happened here. And there's a difference. There's a difference between the the professional political class, the people who do this for a living, and they understand the game and they know how to basically not back themselves in a corner that they can't escape from. Like, like look at look at Tim Scott. Tim yeah. Scott ran for president. He ran for president. He wasn't rapidly anti-Trump. Mm -hmm. He carved out a little niche for him to basically say, I think I'm better. Support me. And then when he doesn't get supported, and he drops out. What does he do next? He endorses Trump. See, he could do that. He could do that because he didn't back himself into the corner. Correct. He didn't back himself into the corner of being anti never Trump and saying that his principles require him to be never, never Trump because the minute then that you go back on that promise, you appear unprincipled and then your career right. is over. I, I played this mm -hmm. for you and you said, and you said, no, 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 let's just play it. I play it. Cause you can see yeah, yeah. it's a huge problem. Yeah. This is Ron DeSantis just a couple of days before he dropped out and endorsed Donald Trump for president. Here's what he had to say about people who kiss the ring for Trump. This is about, you can be the most worthless Republican in America, but if you kiss the ring, he'll say you're wonderful. You can be the strongest, most dynamic, a successful Republican and conservative in America. But if you don't kiss that ring, then he'll try to trash you. You know what? You deserve a nominee that's going to put you first, not himself first. What did he then do? Days later? Yeah. He followed the path of what he called the worthless Republicans. He kissed the ring. And what does that mean in, in doing so? According to his words, he put his own needs ahead of the people. Because he, he basically said, if you don't kiss the ring, you're putting the people's needs ahead of your own. Mm. That sucks. And, and this is why I think the Ron DeSantis campaign collapsed much faster than many people think. Because that speech was in between Iowa and when he dropped out. If he knew he was dropping out, and if he knew ring kissing was imminent, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he wouldn't have said that. What, am I wrong? I'm so sorry, Don Trouble. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't say that if you look to your phone and uh, like, oh, what do I have for my 12 o'clock tomorrow? Right. Oh, I have to kiss a ring. Like, you, you, you don't say that. Right. So this right. had to have come. This had to have come really quickly, because right. well, his surrogates were trashing Trump less than a day before he kissed the ring. Their own internal polling must have showed that he was crashing and burning at this point. There just was. They're just burning cash, right? Like, do we we need to get to oh, like twenty eight, right? Somebody finally says to him, "You need to get to twenty eight. You're not. You're not gonna. You're not. It's not gonna be twenty four, man." It's not happening, right? I mean, your CEO is telling you we need to, to to reconfigure here. Let's move on. Let's think about the next one. Looking bad while doing it, though, was his own doing. So, man, talk about shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, he knew he knew he was going to have to kiss the pinky ring at that point. So it does look bad, right? It's a total political. But yeah. here, the turnaround, though, is that to them it was just politics. All of a sudden, it was. You're a good man. Thank you so much. Hey, nothing, you know, no harm, no foul. We're besties. Yeah. We're besties overnight. Yeah. yeah. So does any, will anybody remember? Oh, the, 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 Simps, the, the Simps remember. Oh, no. The, the Simps remember. No, really? This is the problem. Rod DeSantis can say, okay, you know what? I'm back to being governor. Um, it was all in good fun. Hey, at the end of the day, we need to rally. How do you do that if you are a, let's say you're a nine to five white collar employee who all of a sudden just walked into money from a campaign and a hundred thousand followers? Yeah. How do you turn that off? 
And, and that's the risk. That's the real risk of this kind of political advertising. And I think it's why you're not going to see campaigns do this in the future. If, if you pay for television ads, right? Do you know what happens after you drop out? The ads stop running. Mm-hmm. You can get on stage with Donald Trump and say, you know what? We're going to let bygones be bygones. We're going to work together. We're going to work together for the betterment of the country and resolve our differences. And you know what? In doing so, I'm going to try and convince him that I'm right on this issue, that we have, we're, we share more in common than we don't. But I'm going to try and like guide him towards this path. That's what these people always do. That's how this always works. But when you pay the influencers, the ads don't stop running. The ads keep running. And not only that, it becomes more important than perhaps before for the ads to keep running. Because all of a sudden, the paycheck isn't coming in anymore. Okay, well, if, if they're going to have to do this organically, naturally, they're going to need a lot more engagement. What's going to get more engagement? Them betraying the persona they just spent a year building? Or them doubling down? Max, what if somebody comes to him and says, We're get, we've got 100,000 followers that follow our account now, just be our influencer? What's to stop a dim from swooping in and buying the services of this person in effort of that, right? Because, oh, that poor person, we came in, we saved them, we helped them, we're making sure they're still making their money, and now they're 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 stumping for me, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's ripe for being screwed in the end. I mean, you're getting screwed twice. The the, the bad new <laughs> the 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 original stuff continues and the new anti-stuff would jump in there. It's this could have really profound effects, right? You can see this war for influencers. In political cycles, yeah. which would be wild, right? That'd be ne- something never, never done before, especially if they're just an engaging person. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and listen, I call these people influencers, but we have to be honest. And, and listen, I don't have a ton of a social media following. I've, I've never really focused on it. I probably should have at some point. I follow you. So there's one. Yeah, yeah that's true. You asked me for NFL picks over the, over the right. weekend. Um, I, I probably should have built it up a little bit, but then again, I also worked hard to try and build my telegram and then people just quit telegram and yeah. it was like all for nothing. So like, all right, whatever, well, there it um, goes. but just, to, I just want to show you what we're talking about when we think like influencers, one of the worst of the worst is without a doubt, Heath Mayo, Heath Mayo <laughs> is, is followed by 67,000 people. 67,000 people have said, you know what? I kind of want to hear what you're what you're talking about. And because of that, that's gone completely to his head. And he's become the most rabid, anti-Trump, anti-conservative, never Trumper. He says Christian conservative. He founded principles first, just to see what we're talking about here. Um, let, Let's look at some of the things he's posting. He's also... Started reposting Nikki Haley stuff. That's so. Scary. I don't know if he was paid by the the sure. team to be a a quote unquote simp, but the fact that he's now retweeting Nikki Haley is very interesting. Very very interesting. Um, New Hampshire. If you want someone normal, vote for someone that's actually normal. That's his organization running this to vote for uh, Nikki Haley. Um, and they're just plastering this over and over and over and over and over again. And, and he's basically saying never Trump, never Trump, never Trump, never Trump. You see, these people have backed themselves into a corner and you never burn the bridge. If, If you think there's even the slightest chance you might have to cross back over the river, you don't burn the bridge. I don't know what's the case here. Are these people who have burned the bridge realize they made a mistake and are doubling down? Or these people who are so foolish, they think, oh, I never have to go back across that river. I'm good. I'm good to go. And they just they just go with it. Well, they're, um, they're influencers. They don't have careers built of this, right? This is their first taste of it. They have no idea how to to, to run and work with it, right? They're just going to ride the pony until it dies, for lack of a better yeah. example there. But that that's the whole point, right? And maybe they don't care, and they're hoping it does die. But, you know, what happens if like negative influence payments, right? Yeah. Right now you're telling me I'm going to pay you money so you can talk positive about me. So why can't I take the opposite approach and have negative influencers? 
I mean, there would be no end to this, Max. I mean, once you start down this road of using influencing on social media, there's no whoever has the most money will win that realm. That that is the yeah. truth. You will have the most bots, and they won't be bots; they'll just be humans, right? But you paid them off like they're bots. I know, yeah. It's like it you replaced one with the other, right? Yeah. And we used to talk about that all the time. It's all the bots promoting all this; those disappear, but. Would you give up 50 grand for telling somebody to say good things about them? You know what I'm saying? Not if I wasn't already going to say something like that. Like I wouldn't take <sighs> 50 grand to say something I didn't believe in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've had those. If, if yeah. I was already saying it, then yeah, why not? Um, but I would also be smart enough to understand that eventually that check's going to stop coming in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The minute you get so confident that this is going to be forever money and you make mistakes, um, no, you're, you're only as good as the next job you can get if, if this is your line of work. Yeah. Um, and, and trust me, it is very easy for bad political analysts and bad political uh, actors to get their next job, even if they lose by landslides, right? There's always yeah. a next job. No one ever gets kicked out completely. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's it's almost you know the old joke what what do you call the person who comes at the bottom of his med school class doctor right you know what do you call the political consultant who loses by 50 points it's a political consultant he's, consultant, he's yeah. still it he's still in the right. business right <laughs> bottom of the anthropology class yeah. Anthropologist. Yeah, the anthropologist. Yeah, yeah. so it's true for everything lawyers doctors right yeah. um no i mean it, you you look at you look at back in the day, you, you talked about grassroots online activism. You talked about netizens, mm -hmm. right? Where they would go to like, uh, what was it called? Netroots. Old, yeah. In the old, old days. And these were like hardcore Democrat netizens. That's what they called themselves. Mm -hmm. And they ran for Howard Dean. They were pushing Howard Dean hard. Just oh, to show you how long ago I'm, I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but they were all in on him, right? And they they've been all in on they different were. people in the in the two thousands, right? But they were all in, and that was a grassroots movement because they weren't getting paid. Like the average person in that campaign probably couldn't even get on the internet at the time. Right? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. these are old school campaign yeah. uh, workers, so these were just grassroots people actively on their own volition going out and trying to create a movement online. And that, uh, to a large extent, that happened for Barack Obama, too. You had, you had a groundswell of support on social media, younger voters. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. This the is hip. I'm going to get involved yeah. in this, right? The hope, the hope poster, all that stuff. Um, really shareable, memeable stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you have now? You have a similar thing going on, but those influencers have their hands out. They say, okay. My time is yeah. worth something, right? My time is worth something. You want my audience? I want my my check. I mean, it's it's a it's a natural transaction, right? I mean, how many? Who hasn't sold influence before? Like um, the big guy. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Let me think. Um, Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, that's alleged. But who hasn't sold? No, no, he's right? he sold influence. He's sold influence. We can say that confidently. Okay, but you know, who wouldn't want to sell that influence? You you work up that audience. Who wouldn't want to leverage it to make a check? You know, you put time yeah. and love into it. But there, here's the other thing. I'm almost hesitant to even use the word DeSantis influencer because by very definition, they didn't influence shit. Like, imagine getting paid all this money to influence. And at the end of the day, you've influenced no one but your own little echo chamber that's formed in your little bubble. Right. The goal of the influencer is to influence people and compel them to take a certain action, do something, buy a product, right? Like something, yeah. um, fill out a form, give your information, whatever. I don't think there's a single DeSantis influencer that can say that they succeeded in fulfilling the basic roles of an influencer. I don't recall anybody on social media acting like an influencer. So whoever was out there was doing such a, a lousy job at it that I never saw it. Right. Yeah. And by now, X has got to know I'm I'm conservative. Right. <laughs> Two way, all that stuff. It it knows. So where was it all? You know, where where was it? You, you, you want to get into the you want to go down into the rabbit hole? 
Yeah, you want, you of course want, I do. I want to see this stuff are, if it exists. I haven't theories. seen it. There are theories. <sighs> theories out there, which I can't prove, but uh-huh. people, are, people are talking about it. I mean, that, that's like okay. a cop-out. Yeah, 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 people yeah, yeah, are yeah. saying. I like how it's like, you know. There are theories that the minimum threshold of followers to become a DeSantis influencer were four digits. These are rumors that are starting to circulate. Yeah, You know, like I've taken our podcast and I've tried to get advertisers, right? And they're like, oh, you need X number of downloads per episode. Okay, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. There's always a threshold that if you're below this, it's not worth my time, right? Come back when you have a following. There is some rumblings that if you showed up to the DeSantis camp, with four digit, and just so we're clear, I'm talking like two thousand. Yeah, yeah. 3, four digits is one thousand yeah. one hundred, like one thousand and one. Yeah, 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 yes, one thousand and nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, somewhere in that range. Yeah, that you could actually get, not as much money, but a stipend, a stipend. And one of the people that keeps coming up, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna put this guy on blast. I hope, I hope, I hope for his sake that this isn't true. Is this guy Manny Fernandez, Libertarian three fifty seven, um, and the one of the reason is he put in his Twitter bio past master DeSantis twenty twenty four, and he and he's posting stuff like this. Let me be absolutely unequivocally uh, with zero doubt honest where I stand. I will never under any circumstances vote for Trump. Not only because of his net record, but mostly because his vile supporters, I unfortunately have to admit was once. And he has a screed, the screed, the screed. And then you look, oh, 1.6 thousand likes. 1.6 thousand likes. So there's something about this guy. There's something about this guy that only just I have 2,300 people follow him, but there's something about him that just gets Far more reach. And then you look at his past master, DeSantis 2024, and you start you start wondering, did Ron DeSantis like slip this guy a tenor? <laughs> like, here's 10 bucks. And that guy just it, it bought him? I don't know. I don't know. But there are a lot of accounts like this, like a couple thousand, two thousand, three thousand, that have gotten a ton of reach on posts. This signifies to me that there's a network of these people and they're all retweeting each other, right? Gotta be. So if you have, and I don't know if it exists, but if I was in this position, I'd do it. I'd create, uh, I'd create like a, uh, a group me set up on your phone for like a group text. Have all the minutes where they all post their links and everyone retweets it, reshares it. That to me would explain how you have 144,000 reach on a post from someone with just 2,300 followers. 2,298. Let's look at some of these other ones. Yeah, 2,800 just on a block. Now, here he says, uh, now I can sit back and watch it all burn down. I am officially leaving the Republican Party tomorrow morning. 39,000 reach on an account with just 2300 followers right all of these all of these well exceed the reach that you would expect to see from an account that size it's like using bots without bots well it's just a bunch of people who have a shared interest in getting more reach well what if they are being paid for that shared interest Mm-hmm. And then there's election laws, yeah. and then th- there would be like, or were you acting as a paid member of the party yeah. versus a someone just on the street corner? He just said they're, 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 my opinion? they're they're basically surrogates. If that guy was paid to, he's basically a surrogate, right. probably a very cheap surrogate. But you can start to see what happens, how an echo chamber can form, if you have all of these so-called surrogates resharing all of their stuff. You might look at it and say, okay, this guy's 100,000 followers. This guy's 50,000. This guy's 50,000. This guy's 5,000, right? You add them all together. That's that's like 200,000 people we can reach. Wow, that's a huge. But then you realize that they're probably all followed by the same people. 
Yeah. And since they keep retweeting each other, it's only going to the same audience. Same people, right? It's not actually spreading anywhere because no one of the similar. There's no one of the similar yeah, interests. Yeah. The only ones that are the similar interests yeah. are already inside their group. They would be stuck yeah. together. Yeah. And it would be an utter waste of money yeah. and effort and time. Yeah. And it's a permanent blight on top of it because it yeah. stays there forever because they're they're followings there. They're making yeah. cash off it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so why do they do it? It's all clicking. It's all why? Now now, why? You know, now you know why I'm really like pissed off about this. It's, it was so stupid to do this. Um, Somebody's got to be laughing. In the never, should give, like, never should have given these people money. Oh, whoever the 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 the, the marketing team for that was was brilliant because they sold it. <laughs> yeah, right? they got it off the table, and now that's out there. Like, well, we're gonna have to reevaluate that one. Yeah, it's just wild, dude. Um, imagine being a Desantis. Let's uh, let's assume in this world that there's Manny Fernandez. Yeah, truly does love him. That yeah. okay. that he actually was paid. Let's just imagine that if he was paid immediately after the campaign is over, what did he tweet out? <laughs> I'm officially leaving the Republican Party. <laughs> so, <laughs> if Ron DeSantis paid this guy. He's he's basically built it up. So now this guy, like all these disimps are saying the same thing. Oh, we're leaving the Republican Party. This is how foolish this whole strategy was. Oh my gosh. Because Did Ron you... DeSantis presumably wants to run for the Republican nomination again in the future. That's probably why he kissed the ring, realizing, hey, I'm doing myself some damage here. And he's going to do so in a world where there are less registered Republicans. Because yeah. the influencers he paid told people to leave the Republican Party. Oh, yeah. All I can hear is like, like there's a car driving, right? And suddenly you hear the brakes. <laughs> and it's slowing down. And then you hear the crash. Boom. And it rolls over. That's what this is. It is a disaster. Yeah. You lose supporters. Yeah. There's less conservatives in the world. And now they're spreading that, right? Now they're influencing that echo chamber. What if somebody else picks up on it, right? And that spreads because it could. I mean, this is disaster. It, it, yeah. it should have radiation signs all over it, right? Should, yeah. Let's avoid this in the near future, unless you can figure out a way to weaponize it against the other side, which could. I mean, all you'd have to yeah. do is start paying a bunch of influencers, right? Well, you create something that looks grassroots, but in like political theory, it's called astroturf because it looks yeah, it's like it's real. but it's not real. Yeah, it's not real. It's not real. And so when you build your campaign on this fake, fake support, and then the support actually hurts you in the end, it's just, it makes no sense. It, it absolutely right. makes no sense. And I'm trying to find one. Um, Trump's approach has been totally different in this cycle, man. Like, He's really matured in, the, in in how he presents himself in the cycle. Like he's, he's just trying to draw people back in. So maybe they realize, you know, in, in marketing, you always want to put the, the money where you think the people are at, right? And it clearly is not with influencers. And Trump seems to be dominating. So he's getting his message at true grassroots by actually getting the person out there to his events, right? He's been doing that for almost eight years, right? You don't get much more grassroots than that because he actually physically goes to those people. He talks to them. He takes fire departments, pizza, right? He has ice cream at some of the events. He talks to people. He serves people, right? Mm -hmm. That's a grassroots movement. That's why you're up 60%. Not some of this like artificial turf, for lack of a better word, in grassroots movement. There's nothing there, right? You just got an AI and an algorithm determining who your audience is going to be. And that's all you'll ever get. There's no way to actually spread so there's there's your money there's your money shot. I want to show you this guy. Um, you've probably seen this guy, um, Bill Mitchell. Bill Mitchell, to the point where he actually put DeSantis's campaign logo, great picture in his header. Yeah. For an account that he uses for his actual podcast, so he's co-branded. He's co-branded the Ron DeSantis campaign and his him. podcast networks. Yeah. Twitter. Right. 
so he is as anti-Trump as possible. Um, and he's he's basically saying hate Trump, hate Trump, hate Trump. And he's gotten a lot of pushback. I want to show you what happens though when you take someone like this, who claims that they're on they're principled, they really aren't, and you put them in a campaign at an official level. Here's some reporting. Things are starting to leak out of the DeSantis camp. People people don't want to be left holding the hot potato when the music stops and taking the blame for wasting nine figures worth of donations. They're talking about a conference call, and I'll, I'll go ahead and read it for the audio listeners, which if you haven't already, subscribe to the audio edition of the podcast. Really, really important. Quote, the conference call was a shit show. Just an absolute shit show, said a former Fight Club member who was on the call. People, top staffers, were pressed on the message, and especially after the failed rollout, they had no answers. During a particularly bizarre portion of the meeting, Bill Mitchell, a DeSantis supporter with a large social media following, asked the top DeSantis campaign staff if they could call Musk because he was concerned that the site was limiting visibility of his posts, a practice commonly referred to as shadow banning. He cut me off, I'll remember it this to this day, and asked the top people of the campaign if they could call Elon Musk and ask why is he being shadow banned, a second person on the call recounted. That is the level of people we were working with. It was just kind of embarrassing to a point. Mitchell did not return a quest for, request for comment. So just to illustrate the kind of people that you're talking about, if, if he was paid to be a disimp, which we don't know for sure. I guess mm -hmm. it'll come out in campaign expenditure forms that are going to have to be filed eventually. Yeah. I would lean towards that, seeing as how he co-branded his podcast header image with the DeSantis campaign. That doesn't seem like something that's in your financial interest unless it is. He's at this meeting. He's supposed to be talking about messaging. And instead, he's trying to get his own account unshadow banned. And I just think it's really interesting because he presents himself as this unprincipled conservative warrior. I'm oh, sorry, this principled conservative warrior. But behind wow. the scenes, what two sources have told that reporter is that he was really as selfish as selfish could be because he was trying to use the campaign architecture to advance his own personal social media account. Yeah. <laughs> And they're pissed. And so, like, yeah, that's the level of person we're working with here. Yeah, that's who we're working with. Wow. Because, like, I'm putting in context. I'm like, this guy's just trying to just glom off their fame to make himself a stronger follower, which means they've blown all that money if he, he was part of that. I mean, talk about well, just a not just a waste, but you'll make an enemy. And you can I mean, understand it, how he could go into that meeting thinking that this is something that the campaign should do. Campaign is sure. presumably paying him yeah. to be a surrogate post on social media. If he's shadow banned on social media, those posts don't reach as many people. His advocacy isn't yeah. as effective. So yeah. you can understand how someone could come into a campaign meeting sure. and say, Hey, the campaign should actually do this. It's in the campaign's interest to make sure I reach more people because you're paying me to reach people, presumably. Mm. But the people on the campaign, these actual workers understand how ridiculous it is to pay surrogates, to pay influencers, are just spilling all the tea. Wow. So why do it in the first place? Like, who who greenlighted this? That's a great idea. Let's get a bunch of people we can't control down the road to stump for us. Let's do it. That also means that probably every there was nobody at the wheel with these folks, right? They just sent this money out, gave them probably two pages of something to follow, sent them an update every, you know, week, two or three days, you know, some yeah. sort of video they could throw into the campaign. And and that was it. I don't think all of these, I don't think all of these influencers were like Rob Schneider, the bellhop in Home Alone 2. I don't yeah. think they're just like out the door like, hmm, hmm. I think they were approached. I think it's probably because everyone didn't just ask to get paid. Someone had to have said, hey, you know what? We can probably reach more people. And and in fairness, they probably did dollar per dollar reach more people than traditional advertising. But the other side of that coin is when you empower, let's say, 100 people to go tweet on behalf of the campaign. 
are they all approved tweets? No. Yeah, right. Are they all sticking to the style guide and, mm -hmm. and sticking to the talking points? No. Probably not. And what ended up happening, anyone who's has experienced this over the last year on Twitter as a Trump supporter, like, listen, the Trump supporters on Twitter and any social media, whether it's Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, or even mm -hmm. the Donald, patriots.win, um, we all just want to have a good time. We, 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 we crack jokes, we laugh, we laugh at people's misfortune. We don't take anything personally, right? These desimps were vicious. Mm. Vicious, like, like, like actually trying to destroy people. And listen, there's some, there's some Trump supporters who were just as vicious at DeSantis and, and his wife. It's true, right? But I guarantee you, that when DeSantis paid the, these people to support his campaign, he wasn't paying them to destroy Donald Trump by any means necessary. No. They're Maybe. probably they're probably no, they're probably paid to prop up his campaign. Because campaigns are very restrictive on when they go negative. Right? They'd have to be. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to be. Because you've got to be in control of that. Yeah. You've got to be in constant control of the narrative. But the moment you have surrogates max, like the the, the narrative begin it could be a game of terrible telephone right yeah and then that's probably where they get in the trump hate so maybe they had to pull the plug now here's the other thing if you're a surrogate let's say you go on cnn that's your job every three days you're on cnn and you're supposed to go there and you're supposed to talk on behalf of the campaign well you know who books that appearance the campaign they yeah. book the campaign they book the appearance for you do you know what happens if you go off script you get fired and you're CNN no longer on CNN. At least mm -hmm. you're not getting booked through the campaign. And the campaign probably tells CNN, hey, we fired this guy. He's going off message. If you bring him on, no one. We're sending no one to CNN. You lose all access to the campaign. They play hardball like this. Yeah. So when you go off script, you lose your money and you lose mm -hmm. your reach. Well, what happens if you cut that $50,000 check to one of these influencers? They go off script. And you say, okay, you can't, you can't be a surrogate anymore. Well, you've already paid them. They already have the reach. You can't gatekeep their access to television studios because you were paying them because they don't have that. They don't have those gatekeepers restricting who can, they can talk to. So even in a world where these desimps went too far, what happens if you fire them? Nothing. They don't get additional checks. We've already paid them. You've already yeah. amplified their voice. You've already increased their following. And yeah, it, it is like mercenaries without without a without a benefactor, without a payer. What happens? What what happens if if the dog has been has been bred to dog fight his entire yeah. life, and then you shut down the dog fighting ring? What happens to that dog? You got to put it down. Well, not necessarily, but you can try well, to rehabilitate what, it. It's not going to be no, easy. No, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a little harsh, but... It's not harsh. I just said... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Greyhound track gets shut down. Okay, yeah, yeah. The you, Greyhounds. <laughs> let's end, like, let's end the show on a, on a high end that doesn't involve I'm, like, shooting I'm the dogs. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for which that. Is, which is the allegory of let's kill them. Right, right. <laughs> No, you, you, you take away the you find him a new home. You find Michael, him the great no Michael Vick. No Michael Vick. We're talking about the, the See, Greyhound. That's where I was track. going. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the Greyhound track. When these dogs, yeah. every minute of every day for their entire life, they've been trained to run around a track, and race. All of a sudden, the state bans Greyhound racing. What do you do with the dogs? Well, you you rehome them, right? But they're still racing dogs. Yeah, it's in their blood. It's in their it's mind. And, and yeah, you are right. When it comes to dog fighting, it is really hard to rehome those dogs. Yeah, right. And it's... they usually end up, do end up getting put down, or they go to very specific sanctuaries for that kind of thing, but those yeah. tend to be very, very dangerous. I'm an animal um, person for everyone's know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know, I'm an I know, animal I person. I'm an animal person. <laughs> um, but it, it's an uncomfortable reality of when you've trained an animal to kill, kill, kill. You can't just turn that off. And there, there, there is some truth to this, to this situation. When you pay the desimps to to kill, 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 you can't turn it off, 
Ron DeSantis, we played the clip of Ron DeSantis saying, look at all these 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 loser politicians kissing the ring because they want Trump to say nice things. What did DeSantis do? He kissed the ring. What did Donald Trump then say? I'm retiring the desanctimonious nickname. Yep. He said it. it. It literally played out exactly as DeSantis warned it would. Can't the influencers won't do that? Yeah, the they'll just wait for the next benefactor or whatever yeah. does benefit them, right? They will do what benefits them. So if their new platform is anti whatever it is you pay them to be because it earns them money, they will do it, right? If they if they stay pro you, they're gonna do it, right? If if their following follows that, so really you, it's like. It feels like it almost buys votes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's a very different way of trying to shore up and pay for that vote. And I, it's, I, I hope it goes away. I hope it goes away know. because it it creates the false illusion that support exists when it really doesn't. And so if you're going to use social media to get the word out, this whole scheme is not good at managing messages. Like a lot of people... I think one of the reasons DeSantis might have lost is because these idiots were taking yeah. positions that the DeSantis campaign never would have taken, never would have authorized. I mean, I I I personally hate these people, and I don't know them. Yeah, and I, I just I I want them gone, and and you see them like, oh well, I, I don't, I'm I'll never vote for Trump, never. And you're like, okay, you go through the bio. I wonder where they live. Oh, they live in California. Oh, I wonder how many followers they have. Oh, they have 3,000 followers. Max, they're Who the hell cares? Who yeah. the hell cares if if this person with 3,000 followers in California, a state that wasn't going to go Trump, who cares if she says she's never voting for Trump again? No one cares. No one cares. But they've propped it up, and they've made this a voice that they can't silence it. Imagine sitting in the campaign meetings where they're showing data. And there's this weird disparity, right? There's all of this online interaction. They're seeing all this data saying you have positive numbers of people following you and talking about what you do, but you're not seeing it in the polling, right? If you were doing things that that was, was messaging the people, you would start seeing it in the polling. So what data were they showing in those meetings? Who, who, was, who was consuming that and making the decisions, right? I mean, that, that alone makes me pause and if you were to see this disparity in data shouldn't there have been a question of why you know what i mean there there was no moment of self analysis and self-reflection on the campaign at that point and we wonder why he, he's dropping out and he was performing just just above nikki haley right and yeah. i think that's what it is right there's no real grassroots for him like it like we pointed out here it, it was just a bunch of false data and a lot of treasure was spent on, right? A lot of treasure was spent on. A lot. And that's, woo. I want to, uh, I'm going to see if I can pull something here. Um, I'm going to pull this down and I'm going to let you read it. Um, or maybe I can read it. This woman is Christina Pushaw. Christina Pushaw. She was, I believe, the rapid response coordinator. Something, something along those lines, rapid response wow. for Governor DeSantis. Yeah. She has basically participated in some of the worst smears that I've seen of just like anti-Trump smears. And it's hard to find them yeah. because it seems like she's been going back and deleting them. But she falls under that camp where we've all seen it. And you can't you can't unremember mm. what you've seen. Yeah. A lot of them are missing. A lot of them are missing now, which is interesting. Here is what she posted on Twitter um, X in the last day or so. Thanks everyone who has added my name to a hit list of disloyal conservatives, so I won't get a job in a, the fantasy hypothetical Trump administration. I appreciate that because I'm not interested. For me, working in politics has never been about grabbing more power, influence, or attention for myself, and it's certainly not about money, because the private sector would pay more than any government job or campaign gig. No, I only work in politics because I have the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work for a once-in-a-lifetime conservative candidate, Ron DeSantis. She's doubling down. 
I've known him for years. I've seen him in action, seen firsthand how he handled the major crises that faced our state. Yada, yada, yada. There's no doubt in my mind, and never has been, DeSantis is the unwavering, principled, patriotic, strong leader. I voted for Trump Trump and always defended him against Russia collusion, attack, yada, yada. So she's doubling down. Yeah. Doubling down. But she's also deleting the posts. So she she's straddling the fence. It seems that she wants to have her cake and eat it too. She wants to be able to say that she's the principled conservative. And I don't care what you say. I don't want your jobs. But as I went in the lead up to today's show to try and pull some of the things that she yeah. was saying just a couple of days ago, can't find them. Can't find them anymore. So she's stuck, right? She is a forever DeSantis like bot, right? She, if she wavers, she loses that that check. I mean, they found a way, and and part of me wonders if they 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 knew this going into it that these people would stick with it because once the money came in, it would be within their best interest to keep feeding the cycle to keep feeding themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So by 08, you've already have all these people. You would you'd be able to claim a grassroots movement again that wouldn't would be astroturf, but there would be a lot of people talking about it. So has this actually planted a seed for a long-term candidate viability, right? A long-term uh campaign, essentially, is what it turns yeah. into. And you wouldn't have to pay anything to it because the influencer self would be paid for the things that they're saying. I, I, like, is, is this deeper yeah. than I'm, I'm taking it right now? Or Go ahead. Here is uh, a, a, a reporting from a meeting she was in in the uh, it's the Santa's care. I, I love this because it's really fun to see this come out. Just how DeSantis and Haley spent all this money attacking each other, destroying each other. And Trump has can't come out unscathed, unscathed. Um the campaign yeah. restructured its social media policies, prompting a confrontation between Peck and the campaign social media maven, Christina Pushaw, who didn't create the video in question, but was locked out of messaging meetings, which prompted a confrontation at the Tallahassee office. If you, quote, if you think I'm so off message and bad at messaging, why are you cutting me out of messaging meetings? Pushaw yelled. I'll just effing quit. So there's all this fighting. And and you can see that this is this is not normal. This is not how campaigns are normally run. This is no. not how how messaging is usually done. It's a disaster were, for, for a campaign that claims it's the most principled, right? Complain claim that it is that they're the parents, they're the adults in the room. It's wow. been really remarkable in the last couple of days to read just how dysfunctional it was and just yeah. how quickly they burned through a boatload of money. Yeah. For nothing. Like this is a, when people look back on this, this might be one of those textbooks on what not to do. Yeah. Right. There's a lot that you can learn from these two. They spent so much money attacking each other. They did tear each other down, but they were really bad. They just they wasted the cash on it too. And they didn't even, uh, further their campaign in the process right and trump's just watching them taking shots at each other sipping his iced tea yeah. laughing from his leather yeah. chair right i mean he's 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 teflon don right now nothing's yeah. gonna stick that they say nothing that comes out of their mouth since you we've proven they're they're unprincipled people it's not gonna do anything i mean he's gonna just brush them off and they know it Go ahead. Here's, here's one bit that I like. I have to find out where it's from. Um, everything about the DeSantis operation was, is fabricated, fake, constructed to give appearances, inauthentic, and astroturf. Voters are not stupid. They can see it and feel it in the in the construct as delivered. The effort of the DeSantis operation from Sea Island to Christina Pushaw highlights how little they think of the American electorate. They actually believe this con would work. Quote, Pushaw thought she could mold DeSantis into the next Zelensky by using the same operation in the United States that was used in Ukraine. It didn't work. And just Ooh. so we're clear, just so we're clear, Pushaw is not a novice. In 2022, um, 
Christine Pushaw registered as a foreign agent of a former president of Georgia, um, Mikhail Saakashvili. I probably mispronounced that. Belatedly detailing work she performed for the politician between 2018 and 2020. So oh. this is not a novice. No, she's a pro. She's a pro. And she still fell into the same trap that the DeSimps, the paid influencers, fell into, which was this idea that you don't have to look for your next job. You don't have to prevent yourself from backing yourself into a corner or burning the bridge. That this is the last job. And leave it all in the field. And she did it. And now, like many of the DeSimps, she's being left with a question. Do I kiss the ring myself? Or do I claim to be morally superior to everyone else? Which, sanctimonious. And refuse to support the president, Donald Trump. So it's interesting. I kind of line up with, uh, we need every vote we we can get, right? And Mm -hmm. so... There's a place for reconciliation, for compromise, for meeting these people halfway and adjusting the platform to try and take care of some of the concerns they have. But we can give no quarter to the so-called conservatives who can even fathom a world where they vote for Joe Biden. No quarter can be given. They have no place in the Republican Party. They have no place in the Republican primary. If, if the words co- can come out of your mouth, if you can even say without feeling dirty, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden, or Shut you can up, even sir. say, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to help Joe Biden win, you have no place deciding the standard bearer of the Republican Party. So we can give no quarter to these people. And we're going to have to, dis- there's going to be a reckoning in the next couple months. Are they going to say what can't be unsaid or are they going to realize that there's a there's a next job after this they're burned final word they you, you when you go scorched earth and you burn people like that they will uh they'll find a way to feed their families is the way i say it so somebody's going to pay that bill they're going to earn that money one way or another and when the person comes along who's a benefactor with a lot more cash who knows what they'll be saying for the money because you know it's time to leave it all on the table right There'll be all, there's always a new set of followers. Yeah, that's true. Well, we're going to see, we're going to see how this works. Nikki Haley's probably a couple weeks away from dropping out herself. I can't imagine she drops out before South Carolina. She She, might do it tonight. She's the former governor of South Carolina. You can't, that would be a stunning, a stunning. and, And listen, she's also said some things that can't be unsaid yeah she said that donald trump is just as bad as joe biden she said that she said that she was donald trump's u.n secretary yeah a u.n ambassador yeah and she's saying they're just as bad you can't come back from this stuff ron DeSantis, he's gonna pull a rabbit out of a hat he's gonna come back from saying anyone who kisses the ring is a worthless person he's gonna come back from it i i guarantee you but he's gonna he's cheerleading. Haley, I don't yeah. think so. No, no, because they need DeSantis in twenty eight, right? They do. They, they've got to know. They've got to know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So, as you are on social media and you come across one of these DeSimps, the DeSantis influencers, um, what I've been doing, I've just been saying you're a Democrat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying you're a Democrat, bro. No, yeah. I need to see him. I need to see him for sure. <laughs> You're feeding into it. I'm blocking to move on. But you're like, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's not healthy. Uh, well, that's it for this edition of the podcast. We're going to complain again about them, but I want them in my feed. So I yeah, yeah, I got to see it. <laughs> that's it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, subscribe to the audio edition. Um, no one's paying us. We're not, we're not, we're no decimps. Um, we, we want to get paid. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> we, but not, we want to get paid. But never to say something that we don't believe. That's that's no. that's a that's a line I never want to cross. No. Because yeah. the minute you're willing to sell yourself, um, you'll never be able to. No, you'll, no one will ever know if what you're saying is real or if you're saying that because someone's paid you to say it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's also the reason why I always tell people never to use the phrase like to be honest. Because when yeah. you say when you say to be honest, to be honest, people subconsciously say, "Okay, well, 
what aren't you honest about? Honest about everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it for this edition. Check out all of the links in the description. Sign up for our audio podcast. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That's it for this episode. My name is Max McGuire. I'm Josh Hammerling. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country and the fight to take back the party from the DeSimps is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. See you next time. See ya.